Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is here. Hello. Uh, in studio, guests, we have Jeff Blackwell. Uh, he has Samaria's daughter. Got it right. I, I apologize if I said it incorrectly earlier. Um, Samaria, one of the victims of the FedEx shooting, and FOP President Rick Snyder. And ultimately, guys, where we come together at here is a discussion on red flag laws. The red flag law was not followed, and ultimately, uh, Jeff, your daughter, and others lost their life at that FedEx ground facility near the airport. Uh, Rick, I know you've been passionate talking about this red flag situation as well. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, let's talk about facts here. I think this is important. What is not up for the de- debate or any discussion anymore because it's been resolved is if Ryan Mears could have applied the red flag law. He absolutely could have. Worse yet, we found out from him in a public press conference is that he intentionally chose not to file the red flag specific to the suspect. Listen, Indy Star goes on to report, and they found that one submission of his sat for 44 days. 44 days. You have 14 days to act. 44 days it sat. Many of them were sitting for over a month. We found through those reportings, even through the Indianapolis Star, that the police are doing their job. They were making the seizures, but he did not do his. He's refused multiple media requests to talk about it, but yet after this all came about in this tragedy uh, of these of these wonderful Hoosiers that we lost in this, this absolute atrocity, uh, Mears's filing of red flags went at what the Indy Star called a quote-unquote unprecedented level. Prior to FedEx in 2021, he had only filed eight of the submissions submitted to him by the police. Within three days he, after FedEx, he filed four more, and within two weeks after FedEx, he filed 22 of those filings. Now, again, the red flag law wasn't an issue of it did not it did not fail he failed to give it a chance to work so here's the point the court stepped in in an unprecedented move and stripped him from the process they removed him from that showing that they had no confidence in him we had a united states senator dick durbin a leading gun control advocate known for being pretty liberal progressive not conservative who clearly stated in a quote he said had the red flag law been applied he believed that those eight lives uh, those eight folks would still be alive today that's dick durbin right. saying that that's not ted cruz that's not that's Rand right. paul that's dick durbin of illinois expressing no confidence in the prosecutor and the decision that he made since 2005 guys the red flag law has been applied over 800 times in the state of indiana over half of those over 400 times in marion county that means that prior prosecutors had no issues no troubles no challenges in getting them the, getting them filed so the question is why didn't ryan mears try and why won't he meet with the family? And why won't Families. he answer? And why won't he answer the questions of the police, the public questions that we have asked him? More importantly, why should we trust Ryan Mears? Because here's what we're seeing: he he said that the law needed to be changed. The law was deficient in some manner. That was in April of 2021. Guess what, guys? He never went over to the State House and Summer Study Committee. He never went over there in this last legislative session and made any attempt to make any change to the state red flag law. What's that tell you? That tells you he's a fraud. He's fake. That was a false statement about the law named after Officer Jake Laird 
done by Debbie and Mike Laird as his parents. So he owes everyone an apology. He owes these families an apology, and he should not be in that office. If for no other reason, FedEx should be the one reason why he should not be here. You've but directly asked him to his face. He turns around and walks away. Not only on FedEx, but it goes further back to Officer Tommy Mangan. Another yes. example where we see he made an intentional decision to withhold information from the court, not tell them that this suspect was a parole violator, and he went on to shoot our officer in the throat. And when we tried to ask him questions about it, you saw it. He ran away. He ran away from us and still to this day has not answered any questions. So here's the point. His positions have so many holes in them that he can't even carry his own water. So it begs this question, whose water is he carrying, guys? Because here's the point. You see, we're not questioning his character. We're not. His performance is what we're highlighting, but his lack of transparency, the fact that he runs away, the failures to act and speak uh, uh, to our questions. The lack it, of compassion to the families. It, that's what really drove me to a breaking point when Jeff was talking earlier. That speaks more to his character than anything that we could say. So. He's not representing the interests of the residents and business owners in this city. As we've clearly seen, he's not representing the interests of the families of our victims. He damn sure isn't in, in, representing the interests of our officers. And there's no way in hell he's representing the interests of the state of Indiana. So who is Ryan Mears? Whose interests and agendas is he representing? That's my question. And, and the only way you're going to get an answer to that is go ask Ryan Mears. But you know he'll never answer the questions. So here today on this show, I'm making this, this public uh, statement and challenge, if you will. Ryan Mears, come here to Hammer and Nigel. Sit live on air before this election so that voters can make good informed decisions and answer some of these questions. Sit with me and allow me to answer questions. You ask questions of me and I'll answer them. And we'll get the facts out here on the table and let voters make a good, informed decision about who's going to be the chief law enforcement officer for this county. But your rank-and-file officers, not just IMPD, Beechgrove, Speedway, Lawrence, Cumberland, Indiana State Police, and others, have unanimously agreed that they have no confidence in Ryan Mears and further have endorsed Cindy Carrasco for prosecutor. So if cops are for, pro are, are for Carrasco... And they say they have no confidence in the current prosecutor, Ryan Mears. Here's my question. Why should you? Ryan Mears and Joe Hogsett have an open invitation anytime they want to come on our program. We've made that perfectly clear. Gentlemen, this has been an amazing hour. It's been a powerful hour. Um, and, Jeff, let me just say this. I think what you're going to see is the best listeners in radio, the Hammer and Nigel Show listeners. Um, they are such a compassionate and amazing group. You're going to get messages from people that you don't know. You're going to hear from people that you did not know existed. But understand, there's a lot of people that were hanging on your every word today, and they're rooting for you, and they're praying for you. And I just want to say thank you for coming in here and having the courage you, to Jeff. speak about this. Thank you. Thanks for giving me your time. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.